Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay and this is Pod 31 and I'm here with my co-host as always, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. We're so excited about our podcast today because we're going to continue our conversation about the 13 ghost points. And I have to say that I think today's ghost point is my favorite. Why? And, Why is it your favorite? Well, it, you'll see. You'll see. It's really an awesome concept, and it's called Ghost Market. Okay, so this is going to be a lot of fun. But before we get ahead of ourselves, if you could just rate and review, and if you want to download this podcast, that'd be great, because you know you matter, you make a difference, and if you put your uh, time and effort into just giving us a little you know, heads up or high five, other people will find this, and then this little podcast will get happier and happier and happier. And we are just about to launch a new app, the Inspired Action app. Woohoo! We just squeaked it under the wire here for yeah, 2018. For 20 and 2019, we're going to have a new app. So if you're not on our Facebook group already, go ahead and check it out. It's Inspired Action Podcast. We will be announcing it there probably in the next day or so. Yeah. And, and well, you know, it's really picking up some momentum and we've been kind of letting it, you know, people join and join. But we have a lot of fun activities we're going to try to bring into that Facebook group so we can get a deep dive in some of the new things and we'll definitely talk about the app and the one cool thing i've been playing with the app is it's a lot easier to listen to a podcast in its own app than in the podcasts app that i use on i have an iphone i've been using it for about a week now and i think for people who are kind of newbies to the podcasting world and don't have like 10 or 20 podcasts they listen to if they have just a few it's much easier to have the individual apps i agree yep and there's also one for Android. So that it's going to be in the Apple Store and in Google Play. Yeah, so great. So keep an eye out for the new app. And we will also, like I said, we're going to have some announcements on the Facebook group. Keep your questions coming. Questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if we use one of your questions on the air, guess what, Lita? We're going to send you a t-shirt. Yes, an Inspired Action t-shirt. And you know what? <laughs> I'm looking down. I do not have one on today. No, me neither. See, it's a hit or miss. I guess I don't wear my shirt every single day. (laughs) No. All right, great. And then I think we're going to do, I know I've been kind of like slacking a little bit on my audible listenings. I don't know how you're doing, but we will talk about a book that I know that I saw you listening to earlier, but me, I've had no time to do anything. We have (laughs) such big projects that we're launching that I just, I'm, I'm not even taking my own advice, which is to have fun and listen to some stuff, but I will. So this week we'll have a book that Lita's listening to. So, all right, let's go. So we're going to do conversations on the ghost points. This is uh, ghost market, which is, you know, it's a very important point for me. It's probably one of the number one things I work on with people in my strategy sessions. It's just a point that many people who don't even know why they're struggling, but it's just huge for people who are on the path to self-cultivation, self-awareness, and to experience when you want to experience more out of life and things are holding you back, or you just don't have that positive self-image. You know what? This could be a ghost market case. So Lita, let's go. Let's start with you. Let's go with this ghost market. Give us a little rundown. Ghost market is a great point. It's really about how you speak about yourself in the world. So when you say ghost market, we don't mean like where the ghosts shop for groceries at the market. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No. 
this point, I can see why this is a really important point for you, Jay, and what you do with your work, because it's about the story people tell everyone else and believe about themselves. So Ghost Market is about, like I said, how you speak about yourself in the world. And since you help a lot of people with their lives, you know, often this encompasses, you know, stuff they say about their careers and their businesses. Yeah, I see it a lot when we're talking with that the nine palaces of careers and I have a, a little joke. It's like ghost marketing <laughs> instead of the, what are they really saying about it? You know, seriously, if I can be serious, it's kind of hard sometimes, but <laughs> it's more than just marketing. It's much, much more than that. It's how you talk about yourself and how you present yourself. So if you're kind of like, you know, unhappy with your career and you're always talking down about it, That's a language you need to change. Yeah. So here's how I explain it to the people I'm working with. When we speak about ourselves in the world, it's important to understand a concept that we haven't talked a lot about yet in this podcast. Now that I think of it, we have gifts and things we are particularly good at in general are these gifts and we have to give them to the world. That's kind of like our responsibility as a human being to the rest of the world. And some of us know what our gifts are and some of us haven't really discovered our full potential yet, but likely we probably even have an inclination, even if we're not sure, you know, what it's about. But I have yet to meet a person who doesn't have some special gift they have to give to the world. That's true. That's true. I see the good gifts in everyone that I work with. I really do. I see the goodness and what they have to offer. They might not see it, but I can clearly see it. I know, me too. Like some people are really down on themselves and I'm like, whoa, this person has so much potential and so many gifts. Um, Actually, it makes me think of an example. I I know this person who's earth wood and is very spiritual and, you know, works with, you know, hospice and these kinds of um, very tough jobs. And her gift is listening. And she has a very high listening gift. And it's and it's this she's almost listening even when a person isn't talking. And she's hearing very profound things. And it's it's an energetic listening. And so she's perfect for working with people who are dying. Energetic listening, I like that. Yeah. And and you know, earth people listen. Like that's their gift, right? So she just does it on a very like energetic level, deeper level. And, you know, people who are dying often aren't speaking much. So it's very comforting and soothing to have someone like her around. And that's a gift. Can I tell another story really quick about someone on hospice who didn't talk for over a few months? And uh, we, uh, one of my students did a point that brings people back to consciousness. Everyone thought she was unconscious the whole time. Wow. Well, turns out when she woke up, she started talking about what had been on TV, who was running an election, about an airplane crash. Oh boy. All, all the stuff that she'd missed. I feel bad unquote. for anyone who's in a coma right now with I, what's going on in this country. Oh, right, right. <laughs> They'll be wake up going, what the heck are you doing out there? So they're listening on an energetic level, perhaps. Yes. Now, this woman's experience had led her down this path long before she got to this place. You know, she, although she had been on track to do some very high level, like a scientific job, she decided to stay home. Like what, rocket scientists? Neuro, neuro. neuroscience, yeah. (laughs) Okay. She decided to stay at home, be a mom, raise her four children, you know, stuff like that. And to her, this was the most precious gift she could give the world. But in all that child rearing, she didn't really see that her gift wasn't just for her children. 
that she had something else to offer the world, like all the children of the world, like all the human beings. Sure. And so her skills she developed because she was already born the way she is. But also, you know, when you're working with children, you have to listen, you have to guide, you have to validate all the time, all the really wonderful earth qualities. And so these gifts got better and better, you know, even though they were there before the face of first baby popped out. And so she honed them. And then once the children left the nest, she was like, what am I going to do now? You know, that feeling that a lot of you know, um, empty nesters feel. Yeah, the empty nest syndrome. That's the big question. All yeah. these questions pop up. Yeah. And, you know, right away when I met her was about that time, I saw the amazing gift of who she was and immediately vocalized that to her. And she was a little incredulous. Like she didn't really believe that was her gift. And, you know, I just saw it so clearly, and I think this is where market really comes in. Wait, so what happened? I know the story, but the <laughs> listeners are going to be like, she didn't finish the story. Well, you know, it's an amazing thing. She's built this new person that she is in the world, which was just as amazing as when she was a mom, but but the rest of the world now gets to take advantage of all those skills. Well, you know, I think her combination of earthwood is important too. You know, she's not just the good earth listener, but she's also has that inherent good coach, mentor, cheerleader, whatever you want to call it for those around her. It's the optimistic viewpoint. The wood is the holder of hope. Yes. I wonder if she understands that. You know, I don't think she understands her wood as well. Yeah, but that's it's a really hope. good point because who who do you want by your bedside when you're Hello? dying? Someone yeah. who has hope. <laughs> Definitely. That's great. So her gifts were specifically matched to her energetics. And, you know, it. we could say each earthwood person is going to be a little different, but they might all be good at the listening, validating, and also the hope part, the woods, you know, that are the remover of obstacles we talk about. And, you know, you put those two together, you have an immensely powerful guide to help people in trouble. And who are maybe are even moving into another dimension through death or some other. Yeah, you know, that is a good story to talk about with the Earthwood woman. But, you know, it's important for everyone. I work with people and I can see, like you can clearly see, like they have a challenge. I explain it. It's like a gift. It's almost like a little superpower that everyone has, not just the superheroes. And, it's you know, it's for everyone. So, you know, I really want to, when we go through this conversation today, let's remember that when you're listening, like everyone has a little a superpower. superpower. I yeah. love that idea. Yeah. So let's go a little deeper into the ghost point. This one is the ghost market. Well, when you're out and about in the world, it's it's like it's your responsibility, so to speak, your divine responsibility to connect with the people who need your gifts and give it to them. That's your superpower. Yeah. Because if you, you know, you don't want to have a superpower that's never used, that would be sad. Yeah. So we could look at this elementally really quickly. If you that's want. great. Perfect. You know, I was just thinking when you're talking about the hospice, would a metal person, you know, be really good at service or the gift might be just to show up and help people in need. You know, they're also yes. good at accessing the cosmic realm. Yes. And so their presence might feel that same way. Now you said that's that woman solace. was earth wood. Mm -hmm. What is her third? Do you know? 
Might be metal, Might actually. Be metal, I, yeah. really thought I think about that. they'd be really suited for a hospicey kind of thing since death and letting go, they're quiet, service, all strong. Right. You know, um, I know yes. it's only a few of the metal gifts, but since you were just talking about that, it made me think yes. about that. Yes, that's a way to characterize some of the gifts that metal people have innately. Yeah. And every you know, we don't want to like overgroup all the groups. I know. Because I really believe each person has a very individualized very individualized gift. My first reaction was, I do not think a wood person would be really good in hospice. They're kind of impatient. Yeah, that's true. And they might be in a little bit of a hurry for that right. situation to resolve. That's true. And But they are the hope. And so is there really a lot of hope in hospice? I mean, it is hospice, but you know, the, maybe the hope to pass peacefully. Yes. You know, a peaceful and passage. That and that feeling quickly. that you're going somewhere Yeah, I would not, I would, hopeful. I think uh, the wood... I don't know. That would be a tough one to be first. Yes. But, but definitely earth, earth and metal. Is a great combo. Yeah, metal, earth. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely yeah. those three uh, would be really good. Yeah. Like a wood person, it could be goal orientated or structured to like move in phases. I hear, you know, many people do this. They tend to use the future as a way of not moving forward. I know that sounds like a contradiction, but what happens is they say, when I retire, I'm going to spend more time on this, this, this. True. Or when I graduate, I want to maybe do more of what I really like, blah, blah, blah. Or even more challenge for many, if I do this and this and this in this exact order, I'll be happy down the road. And, yeah. you know, even when they do this and they fail, they usually see the hope and that gets the future, gets bright again. And that's the wood thing. So when I work with wood people, it's usually what I like to call a course correction. And then they go off and they start to do great things again and they believe in themselves again. We just have to reignite that hope and that course correction. And then wood is back on back that, on track. That's what I love about wood. Wood for wood, hope springs eternal, you know, if they're living authentically. Yeah, definitely. And what about fire people? Well, fire people's gifts are generally speaking, you know, being uplifters. And so when someone isn't feeling too happy, they tend to lighten up their lives and help them out in ways that make the person feel loved. But that can be hugely different. I mean, it might be, you know, you're a cashier at a store and you just, you know, your eyes twinkle and you smile and you tell a joke and you make that person's day. Yeah. So that's using your little superpower. So little how about superpower. in earth? Well, we talked about earth, the gift of listening. And you I, know, think I think it's one of the best gifts on the planet is someone to listen, you know, yes. someone who truly listens. That's a gift. And validates. It's yeah, not definitely. just the listening as... As those of you who and I, been... and when it's off, I see that unvalidation. That's like glaring when Ghost Market is off. They really start their doubt their gifts. It can get ugly. I want to say fast, but with Earth, it's a long, slow, ugly. They can be really hard on themselves, and they can be really hard uh, to those around them too, because yes, it's a slow burn down mm-hmm. um, when they when they're unvalidated. And water people naturally give the gift of being good to have in an emergency. You know, they are clear headed. They know how to do things at the very last minute. They're handy. They're also really good at monitoring inputs and outputs. I I like to call it inventorying. Um, You could say that they have a constant inventory running on life. And so it's energy in and energy out. So they're going to be the ones who put up red flags when the rest of us are using up all of what we got. Yeah. And, you know, they're also the guardians of their own resources, energy, money, time. They want to make everything matter, including their lives. And, you know, 
to some degrees, when they're out of alignment, their resources start to deplete. They start to lose their trust in themselves and their decisions and those around them. It's a flood. I'll use that word, pun intended. Right? <laughs> it's a flood of mistrust that takes them down. Remember, you know, these are simplistic expressions that we're using, but these are the ones that start to get people stuck. Yes. You know, it's like you can start to think about, you know, any of these that ring true to you, you can say, what are my gifts? What am I not doing? Where are you stuck? What are you telling yourself? And what are you telling other people? But remember, every single person has gifts, no exception. Yep, I agree. Superpowers for everyone. Yes. <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised how many people think they do not have any gifts to give the world. I know. You know, I see it all the time. Not a Zippo, zero, nothing. You know, a worthless piece of bleep and all this stuff. And once we start talking, you know, before I even say that, I have this questionnaire that I have every new uh, client that comes in, fills out, fills it out for me. And one of the questions I have on there is about what do you think you're good at? And they write down a bunch of things. And then I say, what do you think you suck at? What can I say? Suck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I say it's on my thing. What do you think you suck at? You know, and what they write down, it's a telling sign for me what they think about their 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 gifts. And they don't know that I'm like probing for the ghost market point. Yes, yes. And, th you know, we're in the society that's oversaturated with commercials that all seem fake and phony. And we're trying to convince people to buy something that they don't really want. And so we're all a bit jaded even about ourselves. You know, many of us downplay what we have to offer because we don't want to seem fake or phony like and, a know, commercial. And that's where the trouble begins. You know, we go out in the world, we're supposed to connect with people who really want our gifts, our superpowers. And sometimes, guess what? No one wants them. You're out of alignment. You can't find anyone in your area, in your circle. They just don't want it. They don't they think the world is moving too fast. I don't know. It's just a lot of different things like dominoes that have fallen. Or and I'd, I'd even say that's not true but that the person who's offering them is doing a bad job yeah, 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 yeah. offering them totally 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 so it's the story they start telling that there's something wrong with themselves yes yeah and or, that's what or, goes and they can also about. blame other people too yeah but so that's a bad that'll take any element down mm -hmm. think about it if no one sees the greatness in the wood person if yes. no one sees the beauty of love in a fire person if no one sees like the knowledge or the validation of the listener potential of an earth person or if no one sees the respect in a metal person or lastly if no one thinks a water person matters or if they don't think they matter this yes. is the Achilles of each element. Again, we're talking about the ghost market and what you tell, what story. And we're just skimming at the top of it. We can go on and on and on. But this is like huge. It's the truth of living authentically. Because here's the kicker. Unless you see your own gifts, how the heck is anyone else going to see them? That's it. The ghost marketer. How do you market those gifts? Exactly. So now let's turn that around. Many of us know what it's like to provide that gift to someone that use your superpowers for good. You know, at the very minimum, we've all lent a hand to someone who needs it and experienced that feeling of being, I don't know, I guess like useful. Yeah, it's a yeah. great feeling. So, you know, given the choice, I think most people want to help someone in need. However, like however... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I do see people who completely uh, suffer from the prosperity palace. They have a crisis. They, I, you know, I see it all the time. They don't know how to give anything. Yeah. They hold on to their resources that we talked about money, time, um, experience, wisdom, everything, everything they hold on. They don't give it to anyone. So that's, that's another podcast. That's prosperity. But I do see that when the ghost market starts to bring them down, a lot of other things fall out of alignment and definitely prosperity. Yes, because remember from the prosperity palace, it's about having more than enough to yeah. give. 
if you're in scarcity mode yeah. or you think you have nothing to give, how can you be prosperous when you think you're a piece of leaf? Or you yeah. that water person who thinks all your resources is, are being used up, you know, yeah. then so, you're not going to want to So do. here for today, let's go with the idea that people generally like to help each other. And that just feels really good, really wonderful to be of help and to service in some way. So we all get something out of that, even though it may not be materialistic. Or maybe we got paid, but our service was worth so much more than money to the person we helped. Yeah. So it was like a, you know, like a win-win or really touched on a different totally. level. And that always feels, you know, it's fantastic, if not more fantastic to the one who's giving as to the one receiving. Yeah. So that's when the gift is matching up with the receiver. Yeah. And I know you want to talk about that, how that happens. You know, there's nothing better in the world when it clicks, when you have a gift and you, you, you perceive it to some, they give it to them and they perceive it as value and you're happy. It's win-win. It's like if someone likes you or listening to you or respects you, you know, it's, you can go right down the, the line there. Yes. Yes. But you know, wah, 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 wah. not another but. <laughs> the perfect world is living that perfect world. <laughs> yes, please. No buts. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, so what's the but? Well, sorry to bring up the big but, but <laughs> did you but, say fake but? <laughs> big but. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're just getting silly. How about I call it the big bugaboo? Okay, how is that any better? I don't even know what the heck a big bugaboo is. <laughs> what I, is a bugaboo? Uh, you know, I think it's like a fair thing. Like, imagine. <laughs> is it a bug that says boo? No. I've heard bug a bear. <laughs> Like a bear. But I don't know. That's but I think a bear. <laughs> My son used to have a hug a bear. Hug boo-boo bear. <laughs> yes. Right, okay, so. We'll <laughs> okay. No, All right. I think it has to do with imagined fear or, right. or something like that. Yeah. Anyone know, just let us know because we're just making stuff up. Okay. So how do we, all of us, create that match of what we've got to give with the people that we need to connect with that really need to receive the gifts? How do we do that, Jay? Isn't that what your alchemical life strategy sessions are well, really don't, about? Don't like put it all on my shoulders ah! right here. Like, what is the answer to the universe, Jay? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you in your little bugaboo there, you kind of did nail it. I, you know, I. It's to we're just really being simple here. So we have okay. to. There's much more to this, but when you operate under the assumption that every single being on the planet has a gift to give, we've already said that over and over, there's a superpower and there are numerous recipients of that gift that we need to connect with. Or it's like, you know, we listen to Abraham, uh, Esther, Esther Hicks. Hicks. Yep. She says rendezvous and I have the sign up on our old office, rendezvous, rendezvous, rendezvous. Okay. It's basically, we need to cross paths with what we're supposed to, who we're supposed to. And if you're open, guess what? It's just going to happen. Okay. Just in case someone doesn't know French, even though I know it's an English word, but I think we should explain rendezvous? why she uses the word rendezvous or why Abraham uses that word. Because this idea that we're going to have a meetup, that's really what it is in English, a meetup. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, you're just going to by chance, you know, rendezvous, meet up with someone. And there's a synergy. It's not just a bumping into someone well, it's it kind of like matter. the way yeah okay we way we way we way all right i'm taking that sign down tomorrow it's going up we way we way we way there you go yeah <laughs> sorry abraham but thanks for the idea so it's the woo way when the right person crosses yeah. your path and you have this like synergy that just pops up out of nowhere that's what they meant by rendezvous yeah that's great and you know so the ghost market that yeah. just comes into play with that yeah so here's where ghost market comes in we have to be able to speak about ourselves. What if everything we say is self-denigrating and self-deprecating? All right. You know what I call it? I say self-defecating. 
Because <laughs> basically people come in and they crap all over themselves. Sorry, uh, we're still keeping this G. I'm, you know, keeping it G rated, but <laughs> it's the negative self-talk. It's over and over and over. Self-defecating. <laughs> Sorry. It really if, is. But if we talk badly about ourselves to others, it's not going to help the receivers. Who wants the dirty gifts if they got poop all over them? They'll be turned off. They'll be turned off. It's yeah. not, I know it's not a good visual, but... No. <laughs> but it's fitting. Yeah, it's fitting. <laughs> I always use the example of someone going to, to market with apples. Going to the ghost market with to apples. To the ghost market with apples. And... The apples may have a couple worms in them. Okay. Mm, okay. Like, you know, I'm with maybe you. Maybe one or two in the back. Not my favorite kind of apple, but go ahead. No. So you might not be the optimal consumer of this apple. But let's say this apple that you're selling is the tastiest apple in the market. So okay. does that person yell out at the market, step right up and get my big wormy apples? They're not rotten yet. <laughs> I don't think that's going to sell too many. No. But unless someone wanted worms in their apples or if they don't care if there's worms in the apples. Well, you know, it's part it. of the circle of life. And guess what? Guess what? There's sometimes worms in your apples. Yeah, you hit on it. So the answer is the people that don't care as much about the worms but care about taste. Uh. And you happen to have these super duper tasty apples so, you know, what's the answer, Jay? What do they say Again, at market? Dun, 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 Jay, what's the answer? Okay, <laughs> so what I to say is everyone has to figure out their own answers. But since we're talking about this today, I will say that this is definitely where people get tripped up because they think all the sales jobs are sleazy, dishonest. Like the guy, maybe the guy doesn't say anything about the worms. They just say, right. hey, come get my apples. You and know, best apples here. Happy customer. Right. And so then they think that dishonesty and they don't feel, you know, I've worked with so many healers and, you know, different kind of people working in, in the industries and they don't like to be feel sleazy or salesy. They feel dishonest. They're trying to convince something they don't want, but really it's about what they don't, they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in what they're doing. You know, it's a big aversion to sales. Yes. Oh my God. So they have these great gifts and they don't want to sell them to anybody. They right? think that, you know, selling sucks. Boy, I'd say that wouldn't work today. Yeah. Suck, suck, suck. No. And they're wondering why life is hard and business sucks and they have no money and they hate their career choices. I have these conversations with many healers and people every day or that come in. Or they do offer them to the world, but they they self-deprecate or self-defecate <laughs> all over it. <laughs> I made that word up. Anyway, um, so, yeah. so the answer to all of this is you only want to help or aid or facilitate the right person. So you do have the perfect client for whatever your gift is. You're not trying to convince someone who doesn't need or want your apples to take them. Yeah. If that person is totally freaked out about the worms, guess what? They're not your buyer. Yeah. You just want to connect with the right person who's really going to love your apples and they don't care about the worms. Exactly. That's your, you know, the best market approach. Fear and trust come in. Finding your niche is going to be hard to do if you're afraid and you're mistrustful. You project that out. And this is what I love about Jay is that she's she really is a spin doctor. And a spin doctor is a negative term for a lot of people. But think about a spin that's really positive. A sure. Spin. I only spin the positive yeah, tales. Yeah, so tell us what, what what would that person at market need to oh, say? Oh, boy. The wormy apple market there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, best apples ever. So good, even the worms love them. Yes, How about there that you one? Go. Right, right? How about healthiest apples ever? Extra tasty, extra protein included for free. <laughs> 
How about this one? Pay for the worms, get a free apple. (laughs) There you go. That's like two seconds just right off the cuff. That's (laughs) awesome. See, positive spin. Yeah, you turn a negative thing into a positive thing. That's right. And people are going to get apples and worms. And, you know, the truth is there is going to be someone who wants those apples. And the worms. And the worms. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Absolutely. Yes. You know, you just have to find the right person. And you kind of think about you're never just selling something. You're creating an opportunity for someone who really wants and needs that thing, that gift, that superpower. And essentially you win, they win, they get what they want, you get what you need. Yeah, it's and, like a and a lot of people thing. don't believe someone needs your gift, and that's the mistake. There, I guarantee. Ah, uh, no mistakes. I guarantee there is. <laughs> it's someone, a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yes, I guarantee there is someone out there who really needs your gift. So in real life, then it's about speaking about yourself in the most positive way you can. Even your yeah. faults can be described in a way that's palatable to the people who need your gifts. Well, and we talk about when we when I'm working with someone. You know, I look at the language when they write on my little questions and I can instantly see some red flags going up, how they view themselves, how they view their family, how they talk about their jobs. You know, these are all, you know, a lot of times I have to work on helping these people learn a new dialogue, new language, new ways to describe things that they've been doing for years and years and years. Yep. Yep. That's it. Exactly. And so that's where I got the self-defecating. Because they just, um, and the first person I ever said to that to them, I'm like, why are you doing that all the time? And it just seems like you've been doing it, uh, you know, chronic, I said chronic diarrhea on top of the self defecating. (laughs) And they were like, they literally started crying. But it was like a breakthrough moment. They didn't realize that they had been doing it. Like they said, they think they said that they could not remember ever, ever not talking bad about themselves. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And this person was like in their 40s. Wow. So that was like, you know, I try to use humor as a tool to get people to see. I hold up that mirror. But yeah, it's sometimes it's kind of, it's a a breakthrough. (laughs) You're just a tool. Hey, did you just call me like a tool? (laughs) No, I am not a tool. No, you're not. (laughs) All right. Well, I think people get the concept. Yeah. So what about our homework? So Okay, so let's do some homework if you choose to accept if it. If you choose to accept it, you can work with this ghost point. So um I I have to say I've done this ghost point as just a single ghost point many times. You know, I, we've talked about how I do the 13 ghost points in one long session, but this particular ghost point works really great for anyone who's struggling with this concept. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do the homework, tell the expo story. This okay. is a great story. All right, great. And you might have told it before, but now it's in the context yeah, now it's of in the, the ghost market of where the ghost it belongs. Because this is the point. So I used to do health expos for many years and I would give a talk and then I'd have a booth And, you know, my clinic would do mini treatments to get, you know, people interested in what we were doing. So this is many years I did this. One year we were at a big regional expo and I had just finished a big presentation to a big crowd. And when I got back to the booth, this woman came over and we started chatting. And I could tell almost immediately that she had a big ghost market issue. I mean, she was totally not speaking nicely about herself. And there didn't seem to be a challenge for her to speak positively about herself. But she had a lot of plans. She wanted to, you know, move and get a new job. And she had a desire to change her life. 
So this was what was holding her back completely. She wanted the new job, but she was afraid. She couldn't really put herself out there in a positive way. And I was quietly thinking, how could you even go to the job interview when you can't say one positive thing about yourself? So I only had about a 20 minute window and five of the minutes we were talking. So this was a very short treatment and I did ghost market. After she left, I worked on a bunch of other people and it was a nice day and I never heard from her until the next year. So dun, dun, dun. I went back to the same expo and lo and behold, there she turned up again. And boy, she had a story to tell. She said that point had so dramatically changed her entire life. She went and got a new job in a new state where she wanted to live. She met a partner. She, you know, been hiking and doing all these like things she never did before. And she just basically went on and on about how great her life okay, is. I was standing there and she said, yeah. and I, if I almost remember, hopefully I got this right. She said, I really don't know what you did to me that day, but you changed my entire life. <laughs> yes. And Lady went, yes. Because she knows it works. And she's done it over and over and over. And that was just this single ghost point. That was it. And and she just looked more confident and she looked more at ease. And that's what I see with the people that I work with after a while. They just get more comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. You know, they just realize that this is who they are. This is what they have to offer. These are their gifts. Some people never get to that. I have a superpower, but they might be able to feel a little bit better about themselves. So if you understand the ghost points, we don't really know why this woman had a ghost market issue. Like what in her life? And she didn't even do all the ghost points. She no. just did that one. And what in her life led her yeah. down to this point in her life where she couldn't say one positive thing about herself? Where did that come from? We don't know. We don't it's know. a mystery. Yep. But We don't even know that lady's name. <laughs> So if you're listening and this is you, let us know. Drop us an email. At least give us, we'll send you a t-shirt. All right. So let's go back to the homework. Okay. Yeah. So let's for the homework for this pod. If you choose to accept it, it says ghost market. So before we begin, begin quiet place, lay down or sit oh, yes. down. Get your 20 journal. minutes, get your journal, at least 20 minutes of private time. Yes. Okay. I think that's really the minimum of, of doing a ghost point, 20 sure. minutes. But certainly you can spend an hour for certain. I mean, I spend an hour sometimes on a single point in the treatment. So, so, so you do-it-yourself homework if you can't come see Lita in Massachusetts. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so this point is located on your chin. And it's in the center of your chin. So like in the line I'm with, pointing with there the right tip now. of your nose. <laughs> And it's in the deepest spot in the crevice that's formed between your bottom lip and the top of your chin. So uh, you, there's, there's a, everyone has it. There's we'll a, put they, a photo on the show notes, yeah. just like the other ones. Yeah. And just like the other points we already talked about in pod 29 and pod 30, you're going to press the point lightly and you're going to vibrate your finger and do this either sitting or lying down, like, like we said, in a quiet place for at least 20 minutes or so. And you know, more if needed. And definitely it's helpful to have a space where you could have time. Maybe spend more time, yeah. write things down yep. in and your journal. I was going to say, spend time afterwards and write down what it, what came up for you because it's such a profound point. You might not even realize why you have a ghost market issue till you do this point. And then you might like, this memory might come back. You know, maybe somebody bullied you when you were little or 
you know, some boss told you you were worthless yeah. and fired or you. stupid <laughs> or, or I don't no, know. Nothing smart comes out of that. Or I'm trying to think of some of the really yeah. tough ones I've or, had. Yeah, or you had a parent you know? who who sure. was denigrating you constantly. That's yeah. the worst one. Yeah, that's a better word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> De- defecating. <laughs> so, you know, so it, it might come up the first time. It might not, but it, it it'll be maybe some insight of why you're talking badly. Yeah. And this is... Write it down in your journal. Yeah. And what we want to do is release you from whatever is causing you to feel this way. It's, you know, it's one thing to just intellectually have this conversation. It's another thing to use the point because the point energetically is working on such a deep cellular level and a level that most of us aren't conscious of. And that's how the ghost points work. And, you know, when I'm talking about this with um, someone, I'll say, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I say either give it to heaven, up to heaven or down to earth and let it dissolve into nothingness. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like talk therapy. It's like exactly what you said. It's giving more um, awareness to just saying the words. Let, yeah. let it go. Let it dissolve into nothingness. Exactly. So yeah. that's it. So that's... Yeah, that was really good. So that's all we're going to talk about for the, anything else on the ghost market. Um. Nope. Okay, cool. I think we covered a lot. Yeah, and, and I... I think we'll stop our segment on the ghost points. Just for a little while. For a maybe little while. October maybe till Halloween next year. Yes. But yeah. uh, we, we hope you enjoyed the ghost points. Yeah. I really think a lot of the other ghost points that are in the 13 ghost points are really advanced and might be harder to do as homework. I definitely see the ones that we talked about as the three that I yeah. see that initially, you know, um, people might have. Uh, an easier time accessing. Yeah. Definitely. Because, you know, for example, there's a ghost point that is about about your deep unconscious and it's called ghost pillow. And I don't even know how someone could do it on themselves yeah. because everyone that I do it on practically falls asleep and it's a very, they just go so deep. So if you're doing it on yourself, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it would be difficult. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, all right, so that's good. So we're going to do, what do you want to talk about next? We're done with the ghost points for now. What's next? Well, I've been thinking that this is a perfect segue into talking about your alchemical strategies. And I've been thinking a lot that just like the ghost points, a lot of your work couldn't be uh, do it yourself, DIY. <laughs> but a lot of your work, I think we can go over in a do it yourself kind of way, especially when it comes to the nine palaces. And, you know, we've done a lot of five element work. And now I'd love, Jay, for you to sort of go over some ideas of things that people can start contemplating at home. Yeah, I do see a lot of um, issues that hold people back that are related to the nine palaces. And I like to uh, tie in the five elements Mm -hmm. so they can energetically have a chance to move through the world a little better. So we, yeah, we can do that. I can do that. I love talking about the five elements, the nine palaces, alchemy. And if we can help someone, anyone, then more power to it. And Jay moves really, really fast in her coaching sessions. But I think for this podcast, since we only do like half hour, 45 minutes, we'll just slow it really down, way down. And we'll just talk about one or two concepts for each uh, part of this segment. I'll definitely think of some things some suggestions, questions, because you know it's all about asking yourself Ask, better questions. Yes, asking yourself. So if better we go questions. with it with that idea, and then some of the things we've already talked about, I think that will definitely help people along. 
And this young woman in her 20s said to me today that she really loved that episode we did in the very beginning on time management. That will come into play, yes. And so much of the life strategy sessions that you're doing is about time management. And that's something everyone at home can start to really think about. So, Well, it is tied to every palace. It is. It really is tied to every palace. If so, I had someone last, maybe last week, I think it was last week, and they want to get in shape. They want to lose weight. And so we talked about their life and they had more than enough time, but they're like, I have no time. I'm working all the time. I get home, I'm tired. And then we started to look at, and I really do a serious time analysis for people on their life and she was spending two hours a day, two hours a day on social media and yeah. not even liking it. Yeah. Just kind of like this habit that crept in and she was kind of like, wasn't even getting joy out of it. And she certainly wasn't burning any calories. And if you at least spent one of those hours going yeah. to the gym. Yeah. Or- and that's what I said. It's not even about a strenuous workout. It's about moving your body. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that in one of the later of the yeah. strategies because it really is important because think about it. If time is woven through all the palaces, so is it movement. You yeah. have to move or you become stagnant. Right. If you become stagnant, then your palaces can get kind of frozen now. So we talked a lot about the nine palaces in the very beginning in season one. And we kind of went through them fast, Jay. So I, I just feel like we'll slow it all down and we'll go through some really practical things. And the other thing I wanted to say is a lot of the alchemy work that we're talking about is wonderful for getting you to change your mindset. But if you don't have a strategy for how to live your life, as you know, as much as you're working on these deeper concepts that we've been talking about, you can't implement that in your yeah, life. It's definitely you have... a perspective change. Yeah. You said mindset. I use perspective. Same yeah. thing. But it's a perspective. What is your perspective on things? And we can shift that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you called me a tool. <laughs> We, you know. <laughs> That's what you are, right? <laughs> You're a perspective I'm a tool. changer. Yeah. I like to call you a way seer. Ah, I like that. Yeah, woo way seer. There a you go. Woo way seer. But I like I like the idea that get the belief out of my woo way. Jay's <laughs> Yes, get, <laughs> get the belief out. You should put that on a t shirt. All right, I'm gonna put that on a t shirt. Get the belief out of my woo way. <laughs> but I'll I have think, to think of a positive way to say that. Yeah, I think the way seer is really interesting because the wood element is all about the eyes. Well, I'm going to put that on my card. And sight. The wayseer. Yeah. It's about sight. And here you are feeling like you're blocked and you're not going anywhere and you're stuck. And then Jay comes along and says, look at that way you could go. I see the clear path there. And I see that if you set your sails to go in that direction, guess what? That'll get you where you want to go. Yeah. I think that that is definitely um, a nice way to look at it. But some of the times people are laughing and crying and it's not always easy work, but it can be really rewarding if we have a breakthrough, which we almost always do. Oh, I do want to say that the next few episodes are not going to be easy work. We're going to, if you choose to accept the homework, you're going to have plenty of hard work to do, but easy in that it's all good. Yeah, I think I'm like a portal. And what I like to do is I like to hold the mirror up and just show people what they're doing. They do all the work. You do the heavy lifting with the ghost points and the alchemy. And then people are, they're ready to go. They they just don't know what to do. So buckle up folks. We're going for a ride (laughs) in our next few podcasts. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. I promise to make it 
painless as possible. Yeah. But in the meantime, keep working on your ghost points. Keep your journal going. Be the observer in life. Ask yourself better questions. And speaking of questions, keep sending us questions. We read all of them. We love them. Send them to questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And also, I know I say this all the time and I'm broken record. Please rate and review this podcast. You matter. You make a difference. We love hearing from you. The more people hear about this little podcast, guess what? The merrier, the happier, the more we're going to do. There you so go. thank you for listening. Okay, so it's this time of the week to listen to Lita talk about what she's listening to on Audible. They're our sponsor of the podcast, and you could go to audibletrial.com backslash inspired action. And I have been really busy, so I haven't had time to do anything. But Lita has been a good doobie, and she listens a lot. So what are you listening to this week, Lita? Well, I'm listening to an oldie but goodie, which is The Four Agreements. Oh, yes. And yes. I'm sure a lot of people have read this book. And I just... You mean listen to this book? I, I was just going to say, I just love listening to books. And, you know, this one isn't narrated by Don Miguel Ruiz, but it's a very good book. And, uh, you know, I go, I go walking a lot and I love to listen to Audible while I'm walking. And The Four Agreements is fantastic. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have already come across it, but if what you, you haven't... What do you think the most inspiring thing about that book is? I like being impeccable with your word. Yeah. And it really goes with a lot of the stuff we're talking about because being impeccable with your word means that you're in alignment with what you're saying. Yeah. <gasps> Oh my God. There you go. It is the ghost market. Yeah, it's perfect. How about that? <laughs> I didn't that? even think of it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So okay. that's the book homework if you want that because it fits in perfect with the ghost market. So if you listen to this far, great. You made it to the end. Go to audibletrial.com backslash whoosh, inspired action. Check out the four agreements. You have 30 days to play around on the site and you get to keep the book even if you don't join afterwards. But it's on us. Have fun. All right. All Thank right. you. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog.